but yeah i just wanted to get it our last basically regular season nfl episode in yeah i know it's kind of crazy like uh, i feel like the season went by really quickly no yeah for sure i know um Almost, I almost just sent it to you, dude. But you, you've got to be pretty stoked, though, that you're gonna probably most likely be the one seed, which is nice. Most, yeah, most likely. Honestly, most likely. the Packers have a don't have such a good re, uh, record in recent history of uh, doing so hot as the one or two seed, getting that yeah. bye week. So mm-hmm. I don't know how I feel about it quite yet. <laughs> um, but yeah, definitely, like just being in that position, mm-hmm. uh, considering. Um, how the season has gone kind of like, I don't want to say like how difficult the season has been, but just like seeing like how uh, resilient the team has been, how uh, lack of it, basically like they just haven't been as injured and stuff right. at this point. It's just, yeah, that must be like, nice. I, yeah. We consider ourselves, ourselves very lucky. I can tell you, but especially with 100%. the news of David Bakhtiari. Oh God. Yeah. Yesterday. So, in practice yeah i know in practice that so. is terrible who's uh, who replaces no. him uh El, El, elton jenkins is he a young guy yeah he was a rookie last year draft yeah yeah Dude, like second that's round. trash i know i wanted to i want i forgot to text you about that because that's yeah. massive like right before not even in a game or anything it's just Mm-mm. oh i don't know <laughs> so it's rough. I don't know. I almost like it's going to be crazy. I don't know. I don't think it's going to be as like one-sided as everyone is saying that it will be. The NFC? Oh, no, no, no. Uh the Packers Bears game because oh, the Packers yeah, yeah, have yeah, to win yeah. it. No, in order no to get yeah, the one for sure. Seed, so, I don't think it's going to be as one-sided as everyone's yeah. saying it will be. So, uh, if the Bears win and the Panthers win, uh-huh. the Seahawks can get one seed. That's where the Niners come in. The Niners, they're going to take care of business, I'm telling you. I I hope so, man. Okay, so but all the Packers have to do, they've just got to win, and it doesn't really matter what other things happen. Yep, exactly. So you guys just got to take care of business. And we saw the Bears, they're gonna, they're not that good. You're fine. But they have a kind hasn't their run game like David Montgomery's been kind of doing nice, huh? Yeah. That's that's kind of scary. Well. <laughs> so we'll see. I mean, we uh, like I was expecting Derrick Henry to, you know, hit like 2000 rushing yards. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like the Packers game during the Packers game because I thought he was just going to run for like 250 something yards. Yeah. And that's all he needed. Um in or he that's all he needs in order to get to 2000 yards. Right. So I was expecting that to all come during the game and then when it didn't happen, we held him to less than 100 yards, 98, but still less than 100. When yeah. that happened, I was like, "Wait, what?" That's crazy. I know you guys freaking obliterated the Titans. Yeah. Did you see that coming at all? No, no. I thought it was going to be like neck and neck. I thought the Titans were going to have the lead for most of it. And then some like late game or heroics or something like that. And then yeah, true. The Packers somehow would get away with a win. But I honestly, I honestly wasn't expecting them to win. I was I know, expecting dude. the Titans to just obliterate them. Really? So. Yeah. You have like for being a t- Packers fan, you guys you don't give the Packers enough credit. Nah, dude. Like, well, it's just like I don't know how to explain it, but it's basically like I've been a Packers fan for a minute now, right? And we've right. had very successful seasons. Uh, very, we've had a lot of seasons where you know we expect a lot. We expect to you know be in the Super Bowl conversation. We expect to at least make it to the NFC Championship, and then like one thing or another, there's always something that comes up and. 
we just haven't gotten there. You know, like mm-hmm. it was kind of funny because I saw you post on Instagram the other day that the Packers uh, NFC <laughs> or New Year's resolution was to pass the <laughs> NFC Championship game, and I'm just like. Whoop. That's a yeah. little too real. <laughs> yeah, for real. No, there's so many funny, like small Instagram accounts that post memes that are like so true. It's hilarious. Yeah. But yeah, the Niners, the Niners one couldn't be more real either. The less torn ACLs. God. This yeah. has been kind of a mess, but it's okay. But it's just, like those types of things for like the past like decade and a half, I want to say, like mm-hmm. those types of things that have come up where it's just like after a certain point, it's like you kind of stop being like a diehard fan and like expecting the win like all the time you know you, you start seeing things like what the reality of the situation is <laughs> you know you start seeing things straight through and it's like wow even when i think we have a good defense we actually have a terrible defense and when i think we have a great offense it's kind of meh so I mean, this year has been different. This year was this year. We've definitely been good. Even last year, we were good. Two years before that, mm-hmm. eh. yeah, I know what you mean. Um, but you guys are kind of in that weird dilemma where it's like you're always you have that actual elite level quarterback like Russell Wilson. So no matter what, you're always going to some what be in that conversation. And even because of that guy, you sometimes are more overrated you know what i mean sometimes oh, yeah, they people just because you have that one star studded player that you just are expected to kind of be in that conversation constantly even though maybe you shouldn't be yeah no that's that's fair that's fair uh like even even this year like some of the shortfalls i see with the packers is mm-hmm. the fact that we can't really play through a lot of off script things that was an yeah. issue last year it's gotten better this year mm-hmm. but it's still not where it could be. And I think it's probably going to take another couple, another year, hopefully another, hopefully just another year or something like that, but maybe a couple years of uh, more of the development of Matt LaFleur's offensive game plan and whatever scheme or shape it takes with Rogers and stuff like that, where it's just yeah. like, okay, yeah, they work together and they develop a, they develop a scheme that works for, you know, those types of situations where it's like not everything can be scripted, like, you know, a McVay offense or a, a Shanahan offense or whoever else. Right. Mm-hmm. So a lot of that. And then the other thing is, is that we're not, we're just not built. Uh, we're not, we're just not built to be the past rush or actually no. So I would say that we are built to be a pass rushing powerhouse. Mm-hmm we're just not getting it done. And I think yeah. that's why we're struggling so much uh, yeah. in terms of just on the defensive side. So yeah, those are the two major downfalls. I see the backers. So I think you guys are going to make it to the Super Bowl, dude. There's no doubt in my mind. Look, looking at the playoff bracket, the NFC is kind of weak sauce. It's the, a toss. It's a toss up. The only team that I don't want to that I don't want to see on the way up is uh, <laughs> the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. <laughs> oh God! I think, yeah, I, like you put the Packers up against any team, and I'm like, all right, it's going down to the wire. Like I could, you know, I could totally see the Packers winning. Mm-hmm. Um, the only team, uh, the only team that I like, oh, you know, just kind of like, uh, you know, I wouldn't mind skipping past them. Is uh, yeah. definitely going to be the Buccaneers. Yeah. But the weirdest part of this whole entire situation is so we low-key thought we were geniuses 
picking the giants like we were okay we were and then all of a sudden everything is destroyed and then before you know it guess what any basically almost any team besides the eagles could make it to the playoffs this week yeah (laughs) well actually actually it's kind of crazy because the eagles kind of decide no exactly of the nfc east (laughs) even though the eagles aren't going to make it in but if they play well and they win then basically kicks out the it kicks out the Washington football team and it leaves it up to you know the Cowboys or the Giants to do whatever they can and somehow make it in as a I don't know what their record would be yeah as a seven and nine team yeah so basically what needs to happen I'm pretty sure most people are probably really aware but as long if the Eagles win the winner of the Cowboys Giants game gets in yeah Exactly. <laughs> we need the Giants to get in there because they look good against the Bucks. Exactly. Dude, and if they knock <laughs> out the Bucks early, that would be wild. Well, actually, I mean, I don't mind uh, I don't mind the Saints going up against the Bucks again. I yeah. can see it. <laughs> no, yeah, I know. Um and then that Rams Seattle game, if that actually comes down, I mean, that's probably most likely going to happen, right? No, wait. If Arizona wins though, if yeah, so it's kind of weird. If Arizona wins, then they they might get in. I'm only clicking on the games that. Um, so yeah, that's wild. So yeah. if Arizona, do you want me to break it down? Like for sure, yeah. I'm on I'm on okay. the playoff machine right now, but I mean, oh okay, you are. Yeah, I'm clicking on I'm clicking on the thing. So okay, so if we've got we've got the Rams, the, so the actually the Rams and the C, uh, the Rams and the Cardinals game is actually a pretty big game. Yeah. And it's crazy because both the backups, backup quarterbacks are going to be playing it. Wow. Okay. Yeah. So if the Rams, I mean, I granted this isn't taking into account any of the other games being played or me clicking on any of the other games, but like, I don't know if that matters a whole bunch, but if the Rams win, that means the bears get the seventh seed. Um, basically, but so what happens, what else has to happen? Okay. So Mike's, the Vic- are the Vikes out? No, 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 the- no, no. no. The, yeah, the Vikings Lions game doesn't matter. So yeah. if the Rams win, uh, not I want to say tomorrow because I uh, to, this whole day has been feeling like a Saturday, but it's really Facts. just Friday. But yeah. especially with all the college football, I know. Do do you see that Auburn game or not Auburn <laughs> Alabama game? Yeah, Notre Dame is complete garbage trash at everything they do. Uh, I was hoping for something different, but oh my god, are you a Notre Dame guy? Well, I mean, we kind of got to be. I mean, I mean, at least I got. I kind of got to be because University of Portland. Uh, Ian is Book, no. Notre Dame's, <laughs> no, no, no. Notre Dame's uh, sister school. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, so yeah, but Notre Dame, dude. No matter what happens, I'll never forget. What was it, 2012? With like, um, when they played Alabama, they've just always been that team. They're they're good and stuff, but they're never to the point where where we're picking them to win a natty. You know what I mean? <laughs> like they're always that team that squeaks in and then gets shot on because they yeah. So um, yeah. So the Green Bay Packers from two thousand uh, that's the Green Bay Packers. to twenty twenty. The Green Bay yep. Packers are the Notre Dame. As much <laughs> as I hate to admit it, that's true. Like they're always the team that we you know they're a good team and we're like yeah we expect them to be there or like be up there but it's like you know they like, squeak it in. And then they just do nothing. <laughs> like kind of like the NFC, the NFC like, championship right, game last year. NFC championship game last year. That's the, the Falcons cool. game the year or three years before. Dude. The Seahawks <laughs> game two years prior to that. 
2011 when they went 15 and one and then put up a fat donut against the New York Giants. Like you mm-hmm. name it, bro. Oh, uh, don't forget about the, the 49ers game. Uh, 2012 when Colin Kaepernick just like ran all over him, 157 oh, rushing yards. Yeah. yeah, you know, you know, we the Packers are used to just falling flat on their face in the playoffs, <laughs> man. Yeah, thing I know, but at least they're there. At least they're not like the Niners, where it's either like, look, man. All I'm saying is, when I'd rather you get into the playoffs, and the thing that people say about you is, at least you're there. You know what that basically is? That's like getting a participation trophy award when you're in like rec league or whatever in uh, in like fifth grade or whatever you're in. <laughs> but I mean, like at least AYS, you're there, though. though. You give yourself a shot. <coughs> you give yourself a shot, and that's all that matters. Man. Participation awards. You're not, I don't want participation awards. I want Super Bowls. I mean, right? those, those participate. I think going to the NFL playoffs, that's a that's a pretty hefty participation award. At least you earned your spot to be there in the first place. Am I right? It goes. It looks good on the coach's resume. I mean, yeah, how'd that do for Bill Bill, Bill O'Brien? <laughs> no, how'd that do for that? What was the Lions coach before? Um, what's his face took oh, over? Oh shoot! Yeah, Patricia. I know. I know. I know. Dude, that guy, he made it to uh he made it to the playoffs. They yanked him. Crap. I, I know pic- exactly. I picture who it him is. right now. I know I got his picture in my head, but it's yeah. like I don't remember his I name. I see his like little thing smiling. He his used little to be photo. A, the Colts coach or something like that. Dude, I forget. Sure. Look it up really fast. I for, I, I have no idea. But I'm so happy. Matt Patricia, dude, I did I had no idea that they came out with that video of him talking to that reporter about posture, just like sitting up straight for me or whatever. Remember that? No, you've wait. You've never seen that or heard that. There was like a reporter. He's like, "Can you just do something for me? Like sit up straight when you're talking to me or whatever." And I've and was, never seen that. No, it was that's awful. wild. And it's just like right then and there, I was like, "Not a Matt Patricia guy at all." Like that's stupid, dude. That's crazy. Yeah, honestly, like I, I just don't believe it, but I believe it. You know what I mean? No, yeah, I, know. <laughs> I feel like, like who, that's a Belichick thing. It's like who even says that? Honestly. Yeah. But I do. You know what we need to do for sure. I even wrote um a, why because I have like some little bullet point questions here. But like we need to do a a bracket of the teams that didn't make the playoffs, and then do like our own little thing about who would come out of that like toilet bowl. Yeah, let's do it. <laughs> I'm down because be a lot of fun. I, I feel like there's some pretty interesting teams and then like piggybacking off of that. What was some, what is Jim one Caldwell? Yeah. Jim Caldwell. Yep. Yeah. He, he wasn't bad. I mean, he, he took him to the playoffs like twice or something and they still yeah. yanked him. Right. Yeah. He, he had like a decent resume and then they just 36, 28 and then led them. I mean, it's not terrible. It's better than what Chip Kelly did in some of those guys. Dude, remember remember the Chip – Dude, so when I was in high school, mm, kind of in the sophomore range of high school and junior, that was just some dark days of 49er football. Just some dark, dark days. And you've never experienced that really with the Packers because you've um, – not, any- not since I've been a le- like a legit fan. You know what I mean? Like obviously like – That's so – I'm so jealous. Yeah. Well, obviously, I mean, like there have been some moments like, but it was all like before I was there, right? Yeah. Before I really started paying attention to to football and really started getting involved and Mm -hmm. into it, like how I am now. Um, But like, 
I would still argue. I would still argue that like the last two years of McCarthy were just rough. They weren't like as dark as it's been for a lot of the other teams, right? In the NFL, but like I would still say that just all that type of stuff. Because like, here's the thing. Here, or at least here's here's my take on like a bad season, right? Mm-hmm. So like you could go five and eleven, four and twelve, whatever, and that could be your record you know, and further, you know, and worse, whatever. Yeah. That could be your record six and 10, even whatever. Uh, and that could be your record and that could be like a bad season for it. You, mm-hmm. you know, you could be riddled with injuries. There could be a lot of other contingent factors. The thing that sucked the most about uh, the Packers and McCarthy was just the fact that it had already kind of been done. It had already kind of like stalled out a little bit for a while. Definitely. And then, it kind of go, and then you know you started seeing all these articles come out, and then there was like a lot of uh, basically drama. The way like the fallout drama was arguably like the worst part of it, and for that reason, for that reason alone, I would say that those types of situations in which there's drama associated with the bad season, that's what makes it worse than just having a bad record, and I think. Most of the time, like, you know, like, let's just talk about the Jaguars, right? They had two or three years of relevancy, relevancy prior to that. It was a joke. That they were, it was they so were odd. Yeah, exactly. That so whole Blaine joke. Gabbert thing was just the weirdest thing ever to me. Like, exactly. you, they didn't feel like they should have been there. Exactly. So, oh, you mean Blake Bortles? Oh, Blake Bortles. Yeah. 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 I mean, Blaine Gabbert was a quarterback for the Jaguars too. So yeah, no, yeah, I, I just mixed them up because exactly like we mix them up because they're that they're like they're like the same kind of guy. <laughs> yeah, but I don't know. It is what it is. But yeah, Trevor Lawrence, dude. Because I think that we can base. I mean, uh, I we'll just say right now that the Buckeyes beat the Clemson Tigers. Okay. You think I don't. I don't see that happening. You don't see that right now. It's forty-nine to twenty-one. Ohio State. They're playing right now. Oh crap! I'm just, I'm just gonna call it. Oh just, crap! Let's just let's just call this like we'll, we're just gonna have an early freaking post game kind of reaction to this because that trait, dude. Can, yeah, Trey Sermon. He used to play for Oklahoma. Then he's gonna be a freaking San Francisco 49er. He runs like Debo Samuel. He's so physical. <laughs> He's an absolute stud. And then also, um, because I there's you remember not you know Najee Harris yeah, from Alabama earlier today. I have been talking about him for since forever. He's I know that running back is not a complete need for the 49ers. <laughs> no, but but, <laughs> but I but I mean, come on, dude. If you get a guy like some of these running backs that are coming out, ETN. And then we're just watching, even though it's a very small sample size of Trey Sermon that I've seen, but it's very convincing. And then obviously Najee Harris is an athletic dude stud. So, I mean, I wouldn't be opposed to taking those guys later, especially a guy like Trey Sermon who might not go so early. The Buckeyes had a hell of a second quarter. Hmm? 21 points in the second quarter for the Buckeyes. I know. Dude, uh, Justin Fields threw four first half touchdowns with a... Freaking, he got um, what's that Skals- Stalski or something? Uh, Skalski. He he um targeted uh Justin Fields, but it was in his spot, his back, like his rib cage, and he got ejected for it. Um, huh. But yeah, I dude, watching Justin Fields, I love Justin Fields. I mean, he's a little bit he telegraphs his passes for sure, and he has time for days to throw. 
but still he zips it in there and I like him a lot. If somehow the 49ers could trade up and snag him, wouldn't be opposed to it. Wouldn't be opposed to it at all. And it's 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 not completely unlikely either. I don't know. Dude, I would be I just I'm just want so bad what the Seahawks have and what the Packers have had. You know yeah, what I mean? No. So bad. It's just uh, it's complete jealousy. It is. Straight up. No, no, I get that. hundred <laughs> percent. And that's like, that's like the Lawrence's, weird thing. I don't do <clears throat> you trust Trevor? Yeah. With the way I don't know. It's it's so hard for me, it's so hard to judge college prospects because I don't I don't like watch like mm-hmm. college ball. Yeah. Unless it's like getting around to this time where it's like, okay, the playoffs. Yeah. You know, that's this is about the time when I actually start paying attention a little bit more to college. And then outside of that, around the draft, then I'll like, you know, I'll listen to like, I'll listen to like what people are saying about podcast or the prospects, you know, on podcasts and whatnot. And then I'll kind of research on my own, see, see like what the Packers need, what the pack. Well, yeah, what the Packers need and what these, uh, you know, what these mock draft or what these people who do the mock drafts are saying, like. Mm-hmm. You know, this person could go at this time or this guy's a late round guy. This guy's yeah. an early round guy, whatever he's fallen when, you know, take mock drafts for what they're worth. And it's just like, that's, that's about the process. So for when I watch these games, I, I hate like saying like, oh yeah, this guy's going to be a stud or this guy's going to be, you know, a dud, whatever. Yeah. Just based off of like one game or something like that that I've seen, but I've obviously, you know, the Clemson's been very successful for the past couple of years and, just what I've seen of Trevor Lawrence, I he reminds me a lot of like a Deshaun Watson. I don't know if it's, I don't I know if it. that's like the way, but he it. he reminds me a lot of like Deshaun Watson. Yeah. I just don't know um, how exactly the Jaguars are going to wind up using him if they end up drafting him like number one overall. But right. we'll see. I I I think it's so hard for me, like. So many people, if you would have told me Justin Herbert became maybe one of the best rookie quarterbacks that has ever been in the NFL, I don't yeah, know if he, I would have broke Baker's record. So. I don't know if I would have believed you. Like, nah. did you see that coming? I didn't even see. I mean, Joe Burrow's uh, the I honestly the craziest thing out of all of this. Do you think it would be unfair to say that Tua could be the most sketchy rookie quarterback that was taken in the top 10? Oh, that is hundred percent fair. Yeah, and he's coming he, off. He's coming off like a wild, wild, wild injury already. Even as a quarterback of the uh, of Alabama, like even mm-hmm. as a quarterback of Alabama, he was already kind of like okay, yeah, he was he was a good quarterback. But I thought a lot of the stuff that he was throwing into was schemed out. I didn't think he was making anything. He was. Or of what I saw of him, again, small sample size. So of what I saw of him, a lot of it, a lot of the stuff that he was making and like excelling at was like the schemed out stuff. Those throws that you want NFL quarterbacks to make, mm-hmm. like down the middle, over the top, corners, posts, those types of things, like those kind of like niche type throws. He just he wasn't hitting them. Right. Not that not that you know they needed him to hit those, but. Mm-hmm those are the types of throws that I expect to see uh, quarterbacks like NFL ready quarterbacks be able to make. Like, that's why I was like Joe Burrow and 
Justin Herbert, I'll get to a little bit later, but that's why specifically for Joe Burrow, I was like, okay, yeah, no, he's ready because he, I mean, he's like 26 coming into the league, right? So he's spent plenty of time in college and he's had that, you know, development process to be able to make those types of throws because he's had enough of those drills, enough of those um, development periods to be able to hit that. Mm -hmm. So that's why I was like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Joe Burrow is going to be good in the league. I didn't think he was going to be, I don't, I still don't think he's going to be great, fantastic, phenomenal, whatever. I think he's going to be good, solid, you know, he's going to be a solid player. Um, I didn't know how I felt about him, but he, he's freaking solid. I was higher on Justin Herbert coming in more so than I was on a Joe Burrow. And Mm -hmm. one the specific thing was because of all the talent that Justin Herbert had surrounded, um, you know, all the talent that was surround surrounding Justin Herbert versus all the talent that was surrounding Joe Burrow, because Joe Burrow, you saw his season, you know, the stats, he was blown past, you know, all the record books in order to, right. you know, lead LSU to the natty. Right. So it's just like, yeah. there was obviously a load of talent around him. Look mm-hmm. at Justin Jefferson. Look at how he's performing in the league. Exactly. You know, Look at Clyde Edwards-Alaire. Like mm-hmm. he's a fantastic running back, and he's you know split. He's time sharing with Le'Veon Bell, and he's winning. You know what I mean? He's winning that battle against Le'Veon mm-hmm. Bell. Yeah. So he, obviously Joe Joe Burrow had a ton of talent around him. Versus Justin Herbert, you look at all the people that were around him, and it was like, okay, well, who did he? Who is he throwing? And he was at times, especially during that Rose Bowl game against Wisconsin, where it was just like, okay, yeah, no, he, that dude just was. He was just on the floor to win, or on the field to win. You know, like he was doing anything and everything. He was. I think he had like four bad interceptions that game, but he still. And then Oregon still came out on top. And that, at that point, I was just like, okay, well, he's not getting it done in the air, but he's running the ball, and it's just like, wow. Like I forget exactly the stats of that game, but yeah, he won it with his feet. Yeah. And so it was just like, the, at, at that point, I was just like, okay, well, this guy's this guy's going to get it done because just the way he is, the way he, his, you know, not mm-hmm. Rose Bowl game side, but everything else was yeah. phenomenal. I don't know what I was thinking, but I mean, when you look, really look at Justin Herbert and actually watch him play as much as – people in Oregon and Washington play. I mean, he's so similar to Josh Allen and you see how well Josh Allen's game translates in the NFL. It's like, it's no wonder that he's so good, especially when you have Keenan Allen on your side and Austin Eckler and freaking um, what's his face. Uh, the What's their tight end? Oh, um, <laughs> Hunter Dude, Henry. Hunter Henry. Yeah. All these. Yeah. And then, yeah, when you got weapons, I mean, it's insane. So that's going to be really interesting to see how well Trevor Lawrence does because he but, he's, but to be perfectly honest, Trevor Lawrence isn't inheriting like a crazy bat. Like they have weapons as odd yeah, as it is. DJ Chark, uh, um, James Robinson, Ch- Chenault and yeah, Keenan Cole. Cole. Yeah. I mean, it's not like they don't have playmakers. No. no. And well, he, you saw it with uh, Gardner. He was managed to do some crazy stuff there. Yeah. Well, I mean, like going back to Justin Herbert real quick, like, yeah, okay. He has Austin Eckler. He has, uh, he has Austin Eckler. He has, um, shoot Keenan Allen, Mike Williams, a bunch of those guys, but Anthony Lynn even came out and said it the other day, or maybe it was like a couple weeks ago, but he was saying that Justin Herbert, like on the field, when Keenan Allen is also on the field, he's too focused on trying to get the ball to Keenan Allen. And he, uh, Anthony Lynn was like, Justin Herbert actually plays better when Keenan Allen isn't on the field because he's distributing the ball a lot better. I'm just like, 
wait, what? You like you're kidding me? And then that game it makes sense. Yeah, that game, Keenan Allen only like only took like 27 snaps the entire game, and Justin Herbert lit up the Raiders. You know, it's just like what? Like you're yeah, insane. Odd. Like that's crazy. I don't like you. Just yeah, don't see is. that coming. It is freaking insane. Um, who would you say your kind of breakout star is that you weren't expecting to be so good was besides Justin Herbert? Uh, Justin Jefferson. Justin Jefferson. Hundred percent. I mean, like I thought. So I thought Henry Ruggs was going to be the best wide receiver coming out of the draft. I just maybe, maybe I was like a little bit too in on Alabama, but I just thought that Henry Ruggs was going to be the best. And then I thought that Justin Jefferson, like obviously had the help at LSU. Um, and then behind a, you know, quarterback like Joe Burrow. So I thought Henry Ruggs was, but uh, when I started like, actually watching you know the vikings play this season and not the first like the first game was rough for him the second game i think he got he put it all together and then the third game he blew up something like that and you know just watching him play it was just like no that guy's a stud like he's way better than henry ruggs and i just didn't see it coming but aside from that i I think james robinson's another obvious one uh undrafted rookie you know he just kind of got tossed in there by uh, John Gruden. No, who's the other guy? Jim Gruden. Shoot, some uh, Jay. Jay Gruden. Yeah, he just yeah. kind of got tossed in there by Jay Gruden. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, what do you think about Ayuk? Uh, and what do you think about the Niners? Their wide receivers that they've drafted the past two years. Like it's so weird to me how how much of an impact they've made so early. Oh yeah, in terms Brandon of Debo and Ayuk. It's crazy yeah. to me because Brandon I Brandon Ayuk from what I read or what I read up on him like before uh going into the draft was that a lot of people thought that he was the most a lot of people thought that he was the most um what's the word for basically like most NFL ready? I don't know. Primed? But, yeah, he was he was, you know, he was the best prospect. Polished. He, yeah, polished. There we go. He yeah. was the most polished route runner of of the draft. A lot of people were coming out and saying that. Like he was the most polished route runner. A lot of, and obviously he had the speed to him too. What people were like not sure about was his hands, whether or not like he had the most drops or something like that. But like his skill tree, uh, I was, I was listening to a podcast like early on uh, before the draft. And basically what that one person was saying was that his skill tree, uh, his route running is just unbelievable. It's really way diverse. He can, he can hit. Yeah. He can hit almost every route. He has the timing down. The only thing that he, the only thing that he's missing is either the quarterback just won't see him in time or he just, you know, would drop the ball or something like that. Mm-hmm. So I was kind of hoping that the Packers would have, you know, first I wanted the Packers obviously to get Justin Jefferson. He was coming down, uh, but then Minnesota took him. So then I was thinking like Patrick queen, Patrick queen. He's there. I wanted him Patrick queen. They didn't take Patrick queen pick was in. So I was like, okay, second round, they're going to get Brandon. Ayuk. Brandon Ayuk obviously didn't fall to, uh, you know, to the Packers. They obviously went to you. So I was like, okay, well, of those, I definitely want a Brandon Ayuk. So I'm not surprised by Brandon Ayuk. I, from everything that I read about him, everything that I saw about him, he was like, they knew what they had. They just didn't know if a lot of teams weren't just weren't willing to just take the shot, whether or not that, 
you know, he'd be ready to go, whether or not his skills would translate in game with everything combined. Dude, imagine having Ayuk, Scantling, and Devontae Adams. Yeah. Well, Ayuk would, Ayuk would come in and immediately fill, like the way that I, I see LaFleur using him was that Ayuk would immediately fill the role of Tyler Irvin, which is now being fulfilled by Tavon Austin. He would immediately come in, and then he would be that instant number three to number two wide receiver mm-hmm. coming off that. So I think uh, as far as like the other wide receivers that the 49ers have drafted over the past couple of years, um, I think Debo Samuel was definitely one that they kind of they kind of knew what they were getting right off the bat. So his success doesn't really surprise me. Kedrick Bourne, I think he just needs – more opportunities per se. I think he got kind of flooded out of the locker room or not, not the locker room. He got flooded out of the rotation order really quickly when Debo started popping off. And obviously you guys had Emmanuel Sanders last year. Right. Um, So I think he got kind of drowned out, especially if you're not option. Yeah. He became that third Mm -hmm. option. So he wasn't seeing as much time out on the field, especially since the Packers, not the Packers, especially since the Niners already don't throw the ball that much, you know, like Jimmy G was winning games by only throwing like, like eight passes. I think that was only against the Packers. So he was probably averaging maybe like 15 throws a game, no more yeah. than 20. So he wasn't, you know, it's not like Kendrick Bourne was getting a ton of opportunities, yeah. o- opportunities off the bat. So I just think he needs more time, but I'm definitely not surprised by Debo Samuel. And I'm definitely, definitely not surprised by how successful or how much success Brandon Ayuk has found. Mm-hmm, for sure. Um, I'm really, ex- I'm really happy about the, our last draft that we had with Javon Kinlaw. I think Javon Kinlaw is slowly, but surely going to become a dominant defensive tackle in the league. It might not come too crazy in the next couple of years, but I, I have faith that he's going to be solid and that's massive for us. And then now, honestly, if there was a year to not have the best year and get a decent level, decent, like mid tier first rounder, it would have been this year. You know what I mean? Because if we can just add on another freaking, guy in the secondary we're gonna be a force next year the Niners I honestly I do you think the Niners will make it to the Super Bowl next year granted like it it, betting that like all everybody stays healthy yeah 100% because I think make it to the the okay make it to the Super Bowl I would definitely consider them a Super Bowl team Mm -hmm. obviously like it's way too early to say like oh yeah they're in the Super Bowl whatever but um, I definitely, I definitely would consider them Super Bowl team because you guys were literally like your entire locker room being injured away from being <laughs> being in the conversation again this year. You know what I mean? Like, right. If you guys didn't have those injuries, you guys would definitely be right up there, probably knocking on the tails of you know the Saints, you know, being the leaders of the NFC West and trying to knock off the Saints and get that second seed or something like that. Right. You know, something like that. That that I could definitely see that you know, happening, but it's like obviously injury, injury rattled season. I think that this draft, you guys are definitely going to be more defensive heavy again. I think it's going to be, you guys are going to be, yeah, you guys are going to be really trying to find, uh, like another development type middle linebacker, uh, to go alongside Fred Warner. I think you guys are going to be going for, um, another, uh, another couple corners, and then other than that, it's definitely going to be your line. Definitely going to be fixing that line. Yeah. I I would not put it past Kyle Shanahan 
to obviously, you know, like kind of what you said a little bit earlier, put some draft resources into getting a another running back or something like that. If you know the opportunity presents move. itself, it's a smart yeah. move. especially if like if they're, especially if there's someone who you th- you know, especially if the value that you think you're getting in a player coming in is better than what you think you currently have on the roster, like make the move. You know what I mean? Right. That's why, that's why, you know, even more so it, it kind of made me mad when the Packers drafted Jordan love. It's just like, it's uh, not helping you now. Yeah, exactly. It's, you know, it's all about value, yeah. value draft. So I don't know, right. back to it though. It's kind of just like, but, yeah, I, I, I would, def- I would definitely say right now, if I think a successful draft for the San Francisco 49ers would be a defensive back. And then some offensive tackle that they like. And then also, I really think that getting another another running back is worth their time. Because you saw it now, even though Raheem Mostert is a solid running back, staying on the field has been kind of an issue at times. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. It just if you give him a bunch of carries, it's not gonna. Even Jeff Wilson, just the more running backs you have in that offense is the best. And then I think a tackle or some form of offensive lineman you need, especially if Trent Williams goes bye bye, and especially if Mike McGlinchey doesn't turn it around. Um, but a defensive back is massive for us. But at the same time. If Akella Witherspoon can somehow turn it around, and then if we get Kwan back, and then we have obviously Jason Verrett, I like our offensive. I mean, our defense a ton. But yeah, I think I, I think an underrated position that the Niners low key need is some form of running back. Low key, like it's not anything that I feel like anybody talks about, but. Yeah, yeah, I think that wasting a draft pick, not wasting, but I just really am not high on getting a quarterback in the draft. I feel like well, that's just too a early. waste of a draft pick. Yeah, yeah too early is a waste of a draft pick. Yeah, and what ends up happening is that the quarterback's going to most likely be sitting on the bench for at least a year with Jimmy G. I don't, you know, unless Jimmy G gets injured. Some, uh, you know, he gets injured again or something like that, but he's going to be, you know, the quarterback's going to be sitting behind for at least a year because I think Jimmy's contract is up at the end of next year. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, but even hear me out on this too. Did the, the Niners have been playing around their, how do I word this? They're playing like their quarterback play. They've been playing well despite not having their guy at that position like they're playing around not having a good quarterback and i feel like that's a looking back at the season as a highlight of the season that is something that i think they should take a lot of pride in that they played and competed with not a main guy there you know what i mean and you guys were in games and if it wasn't for the quarterbacks committing turnovers they would have won the majority of the games on the back half of the schedule yeah, and I mean, like, that's what Jimmy G is. Like, or that's really all you need from Jimmy G. And he, ultimately, like, all you need from a quarterback is to just not commit turnovers and make the passes right. as designed. Like, Jimmy isn't an elite, elite quarterback, but he's better than the backups of the league. Yeah, 100%. He's, he's that high tier, like, mid level kind of guy. He's the high mid level tier quarterback. 
Yeah, no, that's I enough agree. to get it done. As long as you like, just uh, aren't throwing picks, you're going to win tons of football games with the 49ers, especially when the defense is playing the way it is and it's getting off the field. Yeah, and yeah. Deep. Now, uh, yeah, for the 49ers, I definitely think corners line, and I, I definitely see uh, you guys getting some help in with your uh, middle linebackers or something like that. Mm-hmm. Definitely uh, see that. Yeah, I, I like our, I like where our linebackers are right now because Greenlaw is really good, but he's not going to be playing. Javon, dude, are we have a few guys that aren't going to be playing, and it's going to be a tough this Seahawks game. You want to? Can we talk about the Seahawks game really fast? Yeah, let's go. Win. All right. So, what are your kind of your thoughts on the Seahawks game? But I have a um a thing. I think Javon Kinlaw's out. Dre Greenlaw's out. Um, Kwan Williams is out. In Kevin Givens is out. So given that I really, it's going to be tough. It's going to be really tough. But if Akello Witherspoon can clutch up or whatever in, if they put him on, cause I don't think it's going to be, I, I, I honestly don't know hundred percent who's going to be on DK. They'll probably switch it up a little bit, but if Akello can use his six, three long frame and just try to, limit DK Metcalf I think they've got a shot in this game because essentially that's all it comes down to because the Seahawks they're really a one-dimensional football team yeah and you just got to stuff the run that's it and you guys have been doing really well against the run uh, this year so just stuff the run uh stop as as funny as it is to say you just got to stop Chris Carson um and then I think everything else like you said becomes a little bit more one-dimensional and it's just all about I don't think I don't think you're doubling DK though. To be honest with you, right? I don't think I'm. No, because that takes away from Lockett and David Moore, and you don't want to get rid of that. You don't want to leave those guys open, dude. Honestly, because in even you have to take this into consideration too. We've seen Robert Sala. Wait, if you give him enough opportunities, he's going to figure you out. Yeah, no, hundred percent. That guy, that guy is most likely going to be the future head coach of the Atlanta Falcons. Uh, Oh, Falcons now. I have a feeling. I have a feeling. Falcons yeah. now, huh? Yeah. Well, well, where do you think he's going to end up? The Lions. You think he's going to? Okay. Because well, he's that yeah. Michigan guy. Right, 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 right. I, I can see him as a Falcons guy. I see Turning him around that right defense. Well, yeah. That. I, well, dude, that defense has been pretty solid. Like, right. They used to be a laughing stock. Laughing yeah. stock. Yeah, well, you blow you, as many you, leads as you have. You, you, all you would do in fantasy football, you find what quarterback that isn't on a team who's playing Atlanta and you just fill them in if you're streaming quarterbacks. That's essentially what <laughs> you, you would do. Yeah, if you're if you streaming quarterbacks, yeah. Um, yeah, I don't so, recommend streaming a quarterback, but yeah. So, yeah, the game flow is going to be kind of interesting for this one just because, and I think this is going to be kind of similar to the Bills game. But, see, the Seahawks are going to be playing at the same time as the Packers are playing, right? And this will be well... Oh, and the same time as the Saints are playing. So unless someone on the sidelines is going to be there being like, oh, the Packers are down by 30 or not even 30. Let's be realistic. The Packers are down by 15. Wait, that's not realistic. 14. Packers are down by 14. Packers are down by 21, whatever. Three scores, two scores. That doesn't matter. Something like that. Hang on. Um, And then the Saints are, you know, also down by whatever much. I don't see the Saints or I don't see the Seahawks finishing this game all the way through. Or I don't see the starters finishing this game all the way through. Yeah, I see. I definitely see them getting uh, switched out, maybe at halftime or something like that. Mm-hmm. Especially depending on how this game, how this game flows. So I definitely see this. There's plenty of opportunities for the um, 
for the Niners to come away with a win, especially since the Niners this entire season, even with, you know, like everyone playing um, for the Seahawks, they just, the 49ers have given them plenty of trouble. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So this, even though, you know, like so many injuries, you guys aren't fully healthy, whatever the case may be, like the 49ers are still going to be in this fight. You know what I mean? They're still going to be in this game. Even if you take into account the fact that, the Seahawks might not play their starters all the way, all the way through. So I think, wait, yeah, facts, you bring up a good point there. Like, well, so yeah, I think that the Seahawks, they're going to play to win the whole entire game. Don't you think? Unless. Yeah. Well, I think, well, because they're not like, going to really know what the scores of the other games are. Exactly. Exactly. So they're going to be playing to win. And unless, you know, someone on the sidelines says like, oh, the Packers are down by, you know, like 21 or, you know, the Saints are down by 21 or something, whatever the case may be. Something like that ends up coming to where they end up getting that knowledge where it's like, okay, they pretty much locked it up. Or they, they're going to, they're going to come away with, you know, like the one seed, they could probably pull their starters or something like that, rest them, whatever yeah. case may be. So, yeah. Um, mm-hmm. I agree. Who is your regular season MVP for this year? Uh, like player? Yeah. Okay. Regular season MVP. Or just MVP, I, think, I guess. They, I mean, that is the I MVP. I think Derrick Henry should deserve a lot more uh, consideration considering everything that, you know, he's he's just been a powerhouse this entire season in terms mm-hmm. of rushing yards, touchdowns. So on and so forth, I think. Um, but obviously, MVP is given to the quarterback more likely than not. And I think this is going to be Rodgers. This is going to be Rodgers' MVP. And I think Vegas is also agreeing with that. I saw something the other day where it's like he's a minus 200 favorite or something like that to win MVP. So I think this is, you know, I definitely think this is Rodgers' MVP to win. But as far as like my own personal one, I, I would definitely go with Derrick Henry just because. He's just been a beast, man. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter who he's played. Yeah. yeah. I'm going to go. I want to go with Josh. Josh Allen. Allen. Yeah. yeah. No, I definitely see that too. I mean, he's probably not going to get, I completely agree that Aaron Rodgers is most likely the regular season MVP, but I just love Josh Allen, dude. The way just he's, he looks unbeatable at times, dude. I mean, him and Herbert, that, that type, that type of quarterback where you get, all you get the whole meal in one you get the arm you get the size and you get the legs i mean it doesn't you get really the durability get, too you don't really get any you don't get anything you, it doesn't get better than that honestly yeah. honestly no, i agree i um, agree who's your deep boy uh defensive player of the year um i'm gonna go it, with tj watt ah oh. <laughs> Yeah. Who do you think I was gonna say? No, I was just joking. I was gonna. I, I thought you were gonna say Freddie. Oh no, I was gonna go. I'm gonna go T.J. Watt. Um, I could yeah. definitely. I definitely think that. Uh, what's his face on Panthers? What's his face on the Panthers? The rookie. Uh, maybe he's. I don't remember. I don't think he's on the Panthers. <laughs> Who? <laughs> he's got he's got the most interceptions in the league. Chin? No. Who is that? I, I, uh, dude, 
I have no idea. Um, who else is who else had a really good defensive season, dude? Um, bro, I'm spacing right now. Uh, no. I don't know. I, I don't really, dude. It's so funny that I don't really even pay attention to any other teams, honestly. All I see is the way that Fred Warner plays every single week. It's like that's my that's my deploy right there. That's my everything. He's yeah. so freaking good. I'm so like I it's so odd that um I just feel it's so weird. You take sometimes you take some of these really good players for granted at times because I watch them and Oh, Xavier Howard. Oh, for the I, well, Dolphins. Yeah, for the for the, Dol- I don't know why I thought he was on the Panthers. Yeah. Bro, I'm getting, I'm so like, I'm watching. I mean, the, it's halftime right now, but I was watching, I've been watching like the Warriors game right now. But they're getting low key handed. To, they're, they're down by like 12 to Portland, but they're, they're going to be fine. They're going to be okay. Are you, are you a Portland fan, right? Yeah. 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 We're going to probably do like a post game, uh, one after this because we can't, we did like a pregame one, but, oh yeah yeah i saw that bro it's the warriors are low-key getting throttled but it's okay gotta stand my ground a little bit but what's your final prediction for the seahawk game um i kind of want to be a little bit risky let's go feeling saucy yeah i'm feeling saucy i'm gonna go 49ers 27 24 Win by the field goal. Robbie Gold. It. You guys just paid him a ton of money. Yeah, but he's on COVID-19 <laughs> list though, right? Oh, he is? Is he? I thought he was on the COVID-19, but is he back? I don't know. I, they I just, just saw they you guys just paid re-sign- him a ton of money. They just re-signed him for... Yeah. He, they, they threw a couple millions at him. But yeah, I think that the I think the Warriors are probably going to take this dub. I think, I think CJ Beathard carries on some momentum into this uh, game. And the Niners are going to take this W. Um, let's give it a let's give it a sexy score. Like we'll go we'll go twenty eight to twenty one. Yeah, yeah, I definitely agree with that, you. I think that'll the, never happen though. But I mean, like, I definitely agree with you though that the Niners have been rolling a little bit. I mean, with, minus Cowboys game with with um, that's what we've been saying is. You guys with, have been in the games, and I think that's the most important part. With uh, with CJ Beathard, we saw consistency throughout the entire game, and that was missed when Nick Mullins was our quarterback because we would go through a lull the entire second half and then turn it up when we needed to. But in this game, we managed to work the ball down the field on consecutive drives. You know what I mean? Yeah, and it was more of a consistent ball game, and I feel we just got a lot of guys incorporated. And then obviously, when the run game works for us, we're definitely the hardest team in the league to one of the harder teams in the league to beat, because then everybody gets so concerned they want to stack the box, and then you got to worry about guys like the Kittle's efficiency last week was just out out of this world. Him being back is the biggest. We missed him so much. He's so freaking good. I, I do, but one thing I wanted to talk about was the fact that I have almost, I mean, as a fan, and I'm sure everybody on the 49ers coaching staff has become this way too, is we have this immunity to injuries. Whereas, say, say the Packers lose 
Robert Tanyan or like Aaron Jones. I'm sure. I that mean, would... we just lost Bakhtiari. Yeah. 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 I'm sure. I'm sure that would sting. Oh but, yeah. I mean, no, it's a loss. No, man. that's that, that stings big time, but yeah. that's basically what the 49ers have gone through every single game this season. So over time, right. you know what I'm trying to say? Like, yeah, no, I, I, one of the teams you, you become we, numb to it. Yeah. But yeah. it's weird that we're still competing. Yeah. Is what I'm trying to say is a, 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 one of the losses yeah. that if, if a team on a, in a different position than us had the equivalent loss that we get on a weekly basis, it's way more devastating to them. Uh, yeah. Like a hundred percent. It's just because the thing is, is, you know, it's kind of what I was saying earlier where it's like, yeah, okay. You guys lost to the Cowboys. You guys lost to, I think the bills were the week before and so on and so forth. And it's just like, yeah, you guys have sustained these losses, but like you guys have still been fighting in the games. Like mm-hmm. these games haven't been like easy, Mm-mm. easy blow buys by any means. Right. No, so we caught the, just the we, fact that you guys have been staying in these games is I think, I think it goes back just to like the culture, you know, the 49ers yeah. culture that's been created, you know, Robert Sala, Kyle Shanahan. I don't know who your OC is, but your OC too. Where it's our just like OC that is, Come on. Who's our OC? I, I honestly don't know who who's your OC our OC. Is. Who's I don't, the 49ers? I don't know. Who's the 49ers? I don't know, bro. Come on, because, man. Bro, no. Your HC is your OC. <laughs> exactly. Facts. So, dude, that know. is that's a perfect trick question. You could ask. Let's we should go. We should ask diehard Niner fans who the offensive coordinator is for the Niners. And they'll be like, oh, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> it's Kyle, bro. Yeah. I, I, I honestly got, um, I got, that happened to me one time. I was like, I had to go back and think about who calls plays for the Niners. I'm like, duh. Who do you well, think calls? Well, I mean, the Kelly? OC, the OC isn't always the one that calls plays. Usually it's like the HC or something like that. But anyways, back to it. The point is, not is Matt that Nagy. Fact, <laughs> it's not Matt Nagy. <laughs> I don't know if I should be happy he's, about that or sad about that. He's just deferring all of his obligations to other guys on the team. Just please save me. Cool. Just save I just, my job. Yeah, I mean, I just don't know if I should be happy about the fact that Matt Nagy's relinquished play calling duties and now the, Facts. You know, the Bears are ruling or rolling or whatever. But I think the uh, going back to it, I think the fact that the Niners have stayed in these games, have been fighting, even despite of you know whatever's come their way, injuries, um, you know, like other losses to that extent, you know, this for majority of the season, it's just kind of been like, all right, like your entire defense was out, you know, quarterback was out, tight end was out. And then it was basically, you know, your wide receivers were going through some injuries where he most was out for a significant, you know, it's like a lot of times what happens in those types of situations, a lot of teams just kind of give up. They're like, what are we mm-hmm. playing for? That type of thing. Uh, obviously, you know, I read this thing where it's like uh, players don't throw games coaches and organizations do or something like that. But basically they were just trying to say that even when you have <laughs> the wise uh, words. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. Um, yeah exactly. It's facts. Like, yeah. The whole point of that was to, you know, just talk about like, you know, players are fighting, you know, they're still wanting those opportunities. They're making the most of those opportunities. They're not playing to lose. You're playing to tank or whatever. They're playing to make the most of these opportunities and they're still going to keep fighting. And I think just the fact that, We've seen this, you know, we didn't see it with the Jets, but we've seen it with the Niners uh, to this extent. It's, I think it's a major testament to the culture that's mm-hmm. uh, been built there. In okay. The Bay. I, I have a question for you. 
that I just want you to consider just absorb it. Okay. Just sure. take it in and just think about it for just a minute. Okay. Sure. Are the Jets a good football team? Can they be a good football team in the in next year? Could they be a good football team next year? Could the New York Jets be a good football team in the foreseeable future? I, I, don't, I understand everything that has happened this year. They're the one of the worst teams in football this year. But I just am not... I'm not not a believer in this team. I just, for some odd reason, I like some of the things that they have there, receiving wise and offensive wise. I just I don't think it's possible so long <laughs> as Adam Gase is still there. Yeah, I agree. But I think if you maybe get somebody in there that knows what they're doing, you get a Joe Judge like the New York <laughs> Giants. You get someone like that that can freaking give some structure to a football team. I I don't think that they uh, have Trisha. Oh God, no, <laughs> no, not Matt. Matt Patricia. Patricia's going to the Jets. You need a young mind that knows. I don't know. I just think that they have good pieces. I mean, on offense, they have good wide receivers. I I just can't. Denzel Mims, Brashad, Barrios, and don't forget. The Jay legend Crowder or whatever. Jay Crowder. Yeah. Jameson freaking Crowder. I think they got a I think they got a solid piece in Denzel. Honestly, I haven't really seen a whole lot from Denzel Mims this season. I think he's just been dealing with some injuries or something like that. Mm-hmm. Not sure. But haven't seen a whole lot from him. And I'm just not hot. I like Ty on Johnson. The, I'm just not hot on the Jets, to be honest. I think they're I think they're lacking in a lot of places. I'll give it to him that their defense is a little sketchy. Yeah. yeah, but I, I I like what they have on offense, and I think if they I think that they should not give up on Darnold. I think that's oh one hundred percent. I think that's your man. Don't 100%. be too quick to judge. That's your franchise guy. Build around him. He's gonna win you football games. Give 100%. him the opportunity. Yeah, that's I mean, why getting Trevor Lawrence in this draft is not going to fix your issues. If they were to get, if they were in that position to get him, getting a quarterback, huh? Which they're not anymore. Right. No, <laughs> he's, a, he's a jag now. Yeah. Trevor's a jag, but he's been signed, basically. Yeah. Congratulations to the Ohio State freaking Buckeyes, though. I mean Yeah. What the heck? I'm looking at their stats right now. I mean, it doesn't really get much better than a win over the Clemson freaking Tigers. Am I right? No, especially since Dabo Sweeney is Dabo Sweeney. Yeah, I it's going it to be Dabo, where he was talking about that the Buckeyes shouldn't even be in the playoffs because uh, they didn't play 10 games or whatever. Oh, and that's stop like it. Yeah, stop you, it. I think it was Dabo Sweeney that was saying that the Buckeyes shouldn't be in the playoffs because of that. Yeah, that's ridiculous. He said he, he was saying that there should be a minimum minimum games played in order to. There was a lot of teams that I feel like were decent enough to get in there. This whole season's a freak show anyway. Yeah. But I mean, um, yeah, dude. Justin Fields, man. Six dude, touchdown Sermon passes. Sermon popped off. No, that's what I'm saying. Trace 30 carries, 191 yards. Trey Sermon is a 49er. <laughs> Trey Sermon is a San Francisco 49er if I've ever seen one, dude. Anyone you think, that you think he's going eighth round or eighth pick or whatever your pick is? Oh, hell no. He's going like there's no way Trey Sermon's a first round pick. 
Who is there a running back that's coming up that you think is a first round pick? Hell, man, dude, if you can get Najee Harris, Jesus Christ, he is the most athletic man I've ever seen in my time. How about, how about, what's that guy, Devontae Smith? Oh, yeah, he popped off. Holy moly. I've never, he, he's a savage. He, and he's like raw talent. Like, he just looks, different out there it's weird some guys you know how you when you watch him play and it's they make the game look too easy you know that's what he reminds me of like he's just faster than everybody and it's just oh my get an offensive rebound jesus christ dude or get it a rebound bro my god yeah but dude justin fields is a savage yeah I, i i like him a lot i i i he looks like a nine or two in all honesty. But if you can get your hands on Najee Harris, you're going to have a franchise running back right there. <laughs> he is. Where do you think uh, Justin Fields is going to fall? In the I, think he's I mean, it's be- way too early. Again, way too early. I mean, Jesus, dude, if he leads his team to a natty and beats Alabama, your draft stock's going to grow exponentially. Yeah. You know? I think that... I you think that declare this year, right? Yeah. But, I mean, I think there was talks of him maybe staying, but... I, I love seeing Clemson go away, and I love seeing Ohio State, dude. Ohio State, they're they're good. They have a lot of good players there, like that Olave guy. He's a stud, and not to mention, dude, the Ohio State alumni that's in the NFL right now is out of this freaking world. Yeah, Joe Burrow. <laughs> she, oh yeah, and Chase Young, Nick, Chase Nick, Young. Uh, Nick Bosa, Joey Bosa. I mean, Jesus Christ. Yeah. Chase Young is probably going to win Defensive Rookie Player of the Year. Or- that, yeah, that yeah, that's. I think that Chase Young is going to be the next Aaron Donald. Um, who's your Rookie of the Year? Uh, I think Justin Herbert. Besides, okay, give, who else is besides Justin Herbert? Because um, obviously Herbert's going to win it. But who's your honorable mention second? Place? Justin Jefferson or James Robinson? Yeah, hundred percent. I Dude. definitely see. Those guys, although, although, although Chase Young could definitely get that. Yeah. Um, what, what team that is in the playoffs this year will not participate in the playoffs next year? So far, that's that's in it. I mean, we can't really say it. Oh, it's like a like a, a, a football team, a team that's, that's like in the playoffs this year that you don't think will make it next year. All right, right. And a team, give me a team that's not in it this year that you think will be in it next year. It's kind of hard to say because there's actually a lot of sh- crap that can happen in this next week that determines okay. whether. Team- so I think that the Chargers are going to be in there next year. Yes. I think the Browns are going to be out. Okay. Yeah. Um, a couple of reasons, mainly Baker's contracts expiring, mm-hmm. do or die. I think it depends on the draft versus uh, Chargers have a lot of flexible spending room. They have a lot of. Uh, yeah, flexible spending room to play with. And they have an upcoming draft with, I think, like eight, nine picks, something like that, where they're – oh, no, no, no. Yeah, like 10 picks or something like that, where Dang. they're going to have a lot of uh, playing room to in order to build uh, yeah. you know, build piece or bring pieces to their roster that they're going to be able to play around for the next couple of years. You know what I mean? I think uh, – Especially since they have such a young quarterback. I think this is going to be a team that's going to be built – Chargers. Well, I'm talking specifically about the Chargers. I think the Chargers are going to build a team that's going to be 
really, really good and potentially even knock off the Chiefs down the road. Um, especially since the Chiefs, obviously, they basically sold their franchise away to Patrick Mahomes mm-hmm. and uh, Frank, shoot, Chris, no, Jones? yeah, Chris Jones, yeah. They've got Frank Clark, yeah. Frank Clark, but Chris Jones, since they signed their lives, they're basically franchise away to them. Um, as far as NFC, I definitely see of all the teams here, I think that the Niners are going to be in the playoffs for sure next year. Well, injuries aside, Niners are going to be in the seat or are going to be in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. And I definitely think that the Eagles are going to be in the playoffs. I don't see um I don't see Washington making a return. Um depending on who they, again, who they end up drafting, because I definitely think that they need a um, quarterback quarterback. Yeah. Um, I mean, Alex Smith might come back for another year. I don't think so, but he might. So we could Alex see that. Smith is getting into that level where he's awesome. If your starter gets hurt. Yeah. Yeah. hundred uh, percent. As far as the team that's in that, I don't see um, obviously I already said Washington, and because I've mentioned two teams that I think are going to be in it, I'm going to say that I don't expect the Rams. And I know they're not like confirmed 100% yet, but I definitely don't see the Rams making a return if they are confirmed. Mm-hmm. Just because cap space, roster, and just Jared Goff just did not play well this season. So I'm not, I think that's uh, going to that's gonna be Quarterbacks, something. I'm God. There's such a... Am I off to say that there's a drop off between like the the gradient between like the good ones and the the, the other ones? Like to me, there's not a lot of guys that, I mean, there are, but it's either you've got that stud or you don't. I don't know. It's I think there's a lot of good team. There's a lot of good quarter, decent quarterbacks with like stuff around them, but I just feel there's just those main guys and then it's everybody else. I think what's interesting about the NFL and I used to think that there were I used to think that there was like tiers of teams, you know, where you know like team like a, the Packers is obviously going to be significantly better than team like the Jets, right? Like mm-hmm. that's just something you think. But then the more I've been like watching the league, I realize that like NFL teams are really along like a, if I had to like chart it out, they're really just along like a, um, what should we call it? Uh, they're really just along like a parabola. I don't know. I'm trying to explain it in terms of math because that's, that's the only thing that's like making sense to me right now or like a parabola, probably like probably more like a log function or something like that where it's like, there's a, there's obviously like, it'll keep going, right? Like the league is just going to get better and better as, or at least like in my opinion, uh, players are going, just going to get better and better as the league goes on. Right. Mm-hmm. And the level of talent that ends up coming into the league every year is going to be relatively along like the same levels as the year prior to, and the year that's coming up. So there's steady growth, you know, one draft class, like, you know, in my, in my opinion, like this past year's draft class, like Justin Herbert's class, this class is going to be significantly better than the class for this year. I think hundred percent, like that's just what it is. But like, that's just, that's not to say that, you know, like next year's class 
uh, not like this upcoming year, but like the following year or whatever, that's not to say that their class is going to be, you know, better or worse than, you know, Justin Herbert's class, you know? So I think the level of talent in the league is more along a similar plan. And I think that there's a lot of other factors that weigh into, you know, the success of a team. Like you have strength of schedule, you have injury, you know, like there's so many unknown factors. Right. But I think one of those, one of the ones, and I kind of already said it, but where it's like strength of schedule. And I think that plays a significant impact into what you end up seeing because strength of schedule is assessed before, um, before the, you know, like the games are played, right? Like strength schedule is determined when the schedule is set for the upcoming year where it's like, okay, yeah, these guys had an average win of this much. And this is what we think that the, you know, ends up coming out to. Right. But the problem with that is that it doesn't take into account the improvement of teams over the, over the course of an off season, right? You have a draft class loaded with talent coming in that are definitely going to take away roster spots uh, from, you know, the previous talent, whatever, whatever the case may be, where it's just like, okay, now you're, le- now you're dealing with a defense that might've sucked last year. That's now top 10 this year. Right. So yeah. it's like, okay, well, Going back to Jared Goff, is Jared Goff bad because he played six games against excellent defenses, right? Wow. The Cardinals, the Niners, or in well, yeah. Seahawks. <laughs> Easy. Um, but is he bad because he's that, or is he bad because you know he's genuinely bad, or is he bad because you know I just think the other he, the other teams are better, or whatever. I he's just in the Jimmy Garoppolo boat where. He wouldn't be as bad if he wasn't paid as much as he is right now. You understand what I'm trying to say? If he didn't have the contract that he has, he'd be good. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's, that's the biggest issue is quarterbacks are overpaid. That's just, that's all. Oh, 100%. But it's like, but it's like you, you see the value of like a good quarterback. Oh, baby. (laughs) Yeah, no. Yeah, exactly. You need, you need one unless you have all the other pieces around you. Um, you know what I mean? You 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 can get yeah. away with because I'm not sold on Ryan Tannehill, but he's got some good pieces around him. Yeah, yeah, and I'm not sold. I mean, Philip Rivers is great, but he has some crazy good off- offensive weapons. Right, right, and I'm not obviously. I'm I'm like, it sucks what happened to Dak this year, but I'm still not sold on Dak. You know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah. I like Dak. Dak sling. I like Dak. Yard. I think he's a good quarterback, but I'm just like. I mean, like, if he didn't have Zeke Elliott, if he didn't have, like, a fantastic O-line for the past three, four years, if he didn't have Amari Cooper and then now C.D. Lamb, um, Michael Gallup, all these guys, basically all these, you know, offensive weapons. They, You know, the Cowboys should be a number one offense. They should have been the number one offense team uh, a couple years ago. Mm -hmm. Uh, They should be top ten. I think they should have been top 10 for the past like four years since they've had Dak just with everything that they've had. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, I agree. What, what 10 plus 10 win, 10 plus win team is the worst to you? 10 plus. Uh, I think the green Bay Packers there were definitely, definitely gotten lucky a couple times, especially, especially with like the teams that we faced over the years or not over the years, over this season. I definitely think that the Packers are probably like the worst team in terms of schedule uh, who they <laughs> faced. 
Uh, well, yeah, that's, you know, that's who you face determines your wins, right? Like if you go into it, the Packers only won two or they've only won two games against a, uh, another team that's mm-hmm. won 500 or, you know, is above 500. Right. So I think of, of the 10 win teams, I definitely think the Packers are up there and I definitely think the Steelers are up there too. Yeah. The AFC. Yeah. I think that the Ravens are going to, I think that uh, wh- uh, one thing I, did I say this, that I think the chargers have a super bowl coming their way soon. Oh, no, uh, you, I think you, you and I have talked about it. Okay. Yeah. I, don't think I, I just want to say that. I think that they, they, they definitely have one soon, but I also think yeah. that Baltimore Ravens are going to be a big time issue in the playoffs this year. This year. Yeah. Like this, this okay. upcoming bracket is okay. going to be the teams that are going to, um, they're, they're you're not going to like running into the Ravens. That's going to be a tough freaking game to play. I, I don't care. think, I don't care who you are. If you have to play Lamar Jackson, I am really sorry that you have to do that because yeah. that's not going to be fun. And that's all he's been hearing. That's the only knock on Lamar Jackson is that he has got COVID before he's got a playoff win. Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like that's, that's basically, that's the only thing you can really say about him. Cause he's he, Lamar has been doing everything and they've been getting, they listen to me. They've been getting our Marquise involved more they've been getting Hollywood involved more. And I just think that they're going to be a freaking problem. Uh, I think that, you know, I, I kind of agree with you in, in, to, to an extent because Ravens, like we know what their defense is capable of their top, their top defense. We get that. Uh, their offense has been the question for the majority of the season. I think mm-hmm. I think, and uh, you, you and I have talked about this like in previous episodes where it's like, okay, yeah, the Ravens are a fantastic team. They should be playing well. But the fact is, is that a lot of teams in this past off se- or off season took a strong look at the Ravens film and saw exactly what they were doing, especially within their own division. You know, they took a, they took a big look or not a big look, but they took a deep dive into what the Ravens were doing offensively. And they, uh, you know, it's kind of figured out quote, quote, mm-hmm. right. So I definitely think that, that that COVID break, whatever thing, um, the Ravens have been playing like a different team since then. And I think it definitely took that little, that time off. I know it wasn't really time off, but I think it took that step to where the Ravens had to put in another quarterback in instead of Lamar Jackson. And they really had to take a deep, they had, they had to take a look at like what they had offensively and where they were where Lamar Jackson was making up for where their shortcomings were. And since then, I think they've had, they've kind of figured it out to where, okay, well let's not put Lamar Jackson into situations where he's having to do it all himself. Like we invested heavily into our offense, you know, the past couple drafts, right? Like you got Hollywood Brown, you got JK Dobbins this year. You also invested a ton of money into uh Mark Ingram, who I don't believe is playing right now, but the pieces are out there. One of the best tight ends in the league. Oh yeah. Mark Andrews. Yeah. Like the pieces are there. Like, Quit putting it all on Lamar Jackson. Like get these get these guys involved, right? Yeah. So, um, but if Lamar Jackson, to me, I make the comparison to UFC fighters, where it's like Lamar Jackson is that champion in the UFC that loses his belt because he got robbed by the judges, 
and he when he plays that guy another team again and is the underdog, it's undeniable that you have to pick that underdog because they're that good. And when you have that guy on your team, Lamar Jackson, it's just so hard to not root for them. And also it's so hard to not to count them out on any because any given Sunday, that man's gonna could ball out. And it doesn't really matter what your defense is doing because he's going to make plays. That's that's just what I think about it. The Ravens that they they're still to me neck. They're them and the Chiefs are the most. Oh God! But then the Bills too. But that's okay. besides the point. But I just think that I, if I can make an underdog pick to win the Super Bowl, I'm picking the Baltimore Ravens all day. Okay. So really quickly, like I'm looking at the standings as they sit right now. I don't think the Colts are making it in. I'm I'm be honest right now. Uh, after Sunday's results, I don't think that the Colts are making it. Uh, I think it's going to come down to the Ravens at five, the Dolphins at six, the Browns at seven, and I think that I think that's how the AFC wraps off. Now, with that, right? The only team, the only team that I'm like, okay, yeah, I'm taking them a hundred percent over the Ravens is the Chiefs, right? Mm-hmm. The other teams. Like the Titans, who have beat them earlier this season, I'm still like, I'll pick the Titans, but it's like I'm not like, oh yeah, 100, like no doubt in my mind. They used there to was, be 100 for me. Oh, 100, yeah, exactly. The Titans were 100, but then I was like, wait a minute, the pack, you let the Packers do that to you? So yeah. it's like now it's like, ah, I don't know. The other team is the Bills, and even with the Bills, the way that they play, and they've been on a roll, especially since Josh Allen has come back from his injury, and he's just been back on his tear. So, and, and I think Josh Allen's like 100% now, 100% recovered from his shoulder injury. Mm-hmm. So, and, and obviously, like you see it on the field, it's 100%, you know, he's playing a lot different. But even then, I'm still like, do you really take the Bills? Like, I know. What is it? Three-point margin win? Maybe, if that, like... What? People love the Bills. I, I I love the Bills. I love they watching have a the good Bills team. But right, I'm picking the Ravens over the Bills any day of the week. Oh, you that's a hundred percent for you, huh? Hundred percent. Okay. Ravens are no one's going to beat the Ravens in the playoffs except maybe the Chiefs. Yeah, yeah. But, but I just, Chiefs I just are the only team that I'm a hundred percent like thinking they're going to win. Titans, Bills, Titans, not really. Bills, I'd take. I'd take over. I'd take the Bills over the Ravens. I but even then, it would be uneasily. Like, uh, bro, the the as it's as it's lined up right now, as it's lined up right now, the Pittsburgh is not going to beat Baltimore. Oh, 100 percent, they're not. And the winner of ten, uh, the winner of wait, so it would be it's going to be Steelers play Pittsburgh, Miami plays Tennessee Cleveland plays Buffalo so then Buffalo gets by Cleveland and then they would play either Tennessee or Miami and then hang on I let me take a look at this I'm kind of lost I'm not gonna lie like I'm, I'm not following so yeah, okay, so the first seed's Kansas City right now, seven seed's Cleveland, they're playing Buffalo, then Baltimore's playing Pittsburgh, and then Miami's playing Tennessee. Baltimore's sixth seed, Pittsburgh's third seed, Miami's fifth seed, Tennessee's fourth seed. Yeah. Um, 
I think Baltimore beats every single one of those six teams in that lower level. Or I mean, in the that doesn't have a first round buy, obviously, because the Chiefs are the only team that has a first round buy. But the Baltimore is the best team out of all those teams, dude. They beat Cleveland easily any day of the week. They're gonna beat Buffalo. They're gonna take out Pittsburgh easily. They would destroy okay. Tennessee. Okay, so as it currently oh, stands, right, it would be Bills at Browns, which I'm taking the Bills over. It would be Steelers at Ravens, which we you and I Cleveland both agree. At, it would be Cleveland. Oh, right, right, right. It would be it would be Bills at or sorry, Browns at Bills, which obviously Bills. Ravens at Ravens at Steelers, which you and I both agree, Ravens. And then Titans Dolphins, which I think you and I both agree, Titans. Mm-hmm. Oh wait, yeah, 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 Titans. And then the following week, it would then be the Ravens at the Chiefs. Yeah, and the Ra- and the Chiefs aren't going to beat the Ravens, dude. Okay, I, <laughs> that's going to be. I mean, good I'll football. I see, I see it. Uh, and then it would be the Titans, Titans and Bills. Oh, Bills all day. Okay. And then it would come down to Bills Ravens. Oh God, dude. Dude, Baltimore's gonna make it in the Super Bowl. Stop it. All right. Bad. Ravens in the bowl. All right. The let's Ravens go. Let's, are gonna let's... be in the Super Bowl. All right, all right. Let's do let's do NFC real quick. Uh let's just go as it stands and we'll get the let's get the Cardinals beating the Rams. Yeah. Right. So the Bears. The uh-huh. Cardinals beat the Cardinals beat the Rams. And they which get we, in. Hang on. I got to do this again. And they get in. I'm pretty sure. Dude, the Warriors are getting smacked around right now. Steph, smack it, baby. Dude, Steph can't even hit a wide open three ball. This is This is bad. This is really bad. Kick it back out to Steph. Hit him with that. Um, baby. 74-93. Let's go. Coming back. Still got a whole other quarter of basketball to play. Let's go. Okay. So let's just go with the Cardinals beating. And let's just go with the Packers beating the Bears. And sure, let's go with the let's go with the Niners beating the Seahawks. Whatever. Um, so then it would be Saints at the Rams. Who are you taking? Oh, Saints at the Rams, dog? Oh, sorry. Rams at Saints. Rams at Saints. My bad. I oh, yeah, the other Saints way. all day. Rams, okay. Rams don't stand a chance. Okay. Cardinals at Seahawks. Oh, baby. That's an interesting ball game, huh? That would be a fun one. I'm not going to lie. I'll, <laughs> that's going to be a fun game to watch. That's an interesting ball game. I'm not going to lie to you. Um, I think we're going to have to go with Seattle, dude. Okay. And then the Buccaneers at Washington. Buccaneers at Washington. Oh, daddy. That's going to be... Bro, but but the New York Giants are going to make the playoffs, dude. Okay, sure. Let's just go with... <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I'm kidding with you. Well, well, I think in most... I think, honestly, Washington football team gets past the Eagles. I think Eagles put up a fight... But I don't think it's going to be anything. Yeah. No, I agree with that. Um, I, Tampa Bay at Washington. I mean, don't you got to go with Tampa Bay? 
Yeah. But the defense, the defense could nullify the offense. Especially if you get Tom Brady rattled back there. Yeah. Chase Chase Young has a day. I could I could see it. I could see it. But let's I think we're gonna roll with the Vegas. Yeah, I think you let's gotta go, go with the Buccaneers. All right. So then it would be the Bucks in Green Bay. And then Oh wait. Ah, no, the Bucks in Green Bay and then Saints at no Seahawks at Saints. Seahawks lose to the Saints in in New Orleans. Okay, so Saints Saints in the NFC. All right, and then what about Packers Bucks? Aaron Rodgers revenge game. Aaron Rodgers. Okay, so then Packers Saints. I think the Saints. I mean, I think Packers. Packers. I think Aaron Rodgers gets to the bowl game against. Uh, it's either State Farm Bowl or it's going to be a. I'm I'm rooting for the State Farm Bowl. Yeah, I'm rooting for the State Farm Bowl. All right, and then that's what I want to see happen. But yeah. and well, then for we're, our we're scenario gonna, here, or we're going to see Lemur. Yeah. So for <laughs> yeah, <laughs> for our scenario here, it's the <laughs> Packers or Ravens at Packers. Yeah, we're going to see Lamar freaking the best quarterback in the league, Jackson, play the – we're going to see new school versus old school. All right, and you're taking you're taking new school? Oh, all day. Lamar. All right, day. you're taking the Ravens to win the Super Bowl over the Packers. All right, I mean, bro. yeah, it's harder. It's, it's harder for the Ravens to get out of the – like the, all of the games that the – that the uh, Ravens have to play in the AFC is harder than any of the other games that they would have to play in the Super Bowl. Am I wrong? I think, I think the Saints beat the Ravens. Mm, if if the Saints make it to the Super Bowl and but, Drew Brees Ravens hasn't been looking it. sexy though. I Alvin don't... Kamara looks sexy. I'll give yeah. him. Yeah. No, I think the Saints beat him. Interesting. I don't think I don't think Drew Brees needs to be 100% for this because the Saints Saints are fantastic defense. Yeah, man. Which is crazy to say. But I, honestly, um my personal take here, I think I think Washington beats the Bucks. Oh baby! I'm taking uh, no. I'm just saying that because I don't want the backers to go up against the Bucks. But you want to go about, You want to go up against Washington though? I would take the Packers over Washington, hundred percent. Yeah, man, it's interesting that defense. You just can't count them out. But I also know. I also know that everyone would say, say in the event that the Packers somehow make it to the Super Bowl without going against Tampa Bay. Um, and they end up winning the Super Bowl. I think I 100% get, I 100% see uh, everyone going like, you know, the Packers win doesn't count or whatever because they didn't, they didn't beat the Bucks or something like that. Mm. Like, yeah, facts. I can see that. Like, that's 100% happening. If, if the Packers don't beat the Bucks, I totally see that happening. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. But then again, last time the Packers had the Bucks, I think it's off a bye. Something like that, like we choked. So, God knows, God knows. <laughs> do you want to do just to close it up? Do you want to do just rapid fire of all the games? Give me your pick. Sure. Okay. Dolphins, Bills. 
Um, Bills only play in the first half. I take Dolphins. Okay. Ravens, Bengals. Ravens. Steelers, Browns. Uh, Browns. Ooh, baby. Vikings, Lions. Vikings. Jets, Pats. Give me that answer. You know you want to say it, baby. You know you want to. Uh, hey. Jets. Just because they've been Let's rolling. Go. Oh. Sammy. Sammy D. Uh, big, arguably one of the bigger games of the week. Cowboys, Giants. Give it to me. Say it. You know Giants. You I'm taking the Giants. I, I have to take the Giants. Because you and I went out on a limb like a couple weeks ago and we're like, oh yeah, the Giants are making the playoffs. So now I want the Giants to make the Super Bowl. Exactly. <laughs> or not Super Bowl, but the uh, playoffs. Exactly. Then you go Falcons, Bucks. Bucks. Mm, that's a trap game. Packers, Bears. Uh, Packers. Broncos, Raiders. Uh, Raiders. Jags, Colts. Colts. Chiefs, Chargers. Uh, Chiefs. Oh, yeah, this is a trap game, but Chiefs. Cardinals, Rams. I'm going to go Cardinals. Yeah. Saints, Panthers. Saints. Titans, Texans. Titans. Washington, Eagles. I'm going to go with the Eagles. I want the Eagles to win so bad. Just so New York can get in? Uh, no, I want the Eagles to win so bad just so uh, the Cowboys and the Giants can like face off. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because they're going to be legitimately fighting for a playoff spot. Dude, you know, either one of them could make it in for that one that spot. Washington so it's going to be a great game. game. Is the Sunday night game. So whoever wins that Giants-Cowboys game is uh-huh. going to be tuned. Oh, wait. They, they play later? Yeah. Oh, so we're we're already gonna know. Well, uh, no, we won't. No, oh, sorry. Let me rephrase that. So Washington, we're, we're already gonna know who Giants, wins. Cowboys. We'll yeah, we're already watching. gonna win. Who who uh, we're already gonna know who wins the Cowboys Giants game before we go to that. Right. Uh, okay. Never mind then. But that makes it more intense. All right. Yeah, I'm gonna go. With, I'm still gonna go with the Eagles. Jalen Hurts, man. Yeah, I don't know. I think it's going to be a competitive game, but I just do not know. Yeah. But, yeah, dude, we talked about, we covered a lot of freaking crap in this. Oh, my God. I know. This was supposed to be a short episode, bro. Yeah, it's, it's chill. It's chill. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I, well, it's been fine because I've just, like, kind of been eyeballing the Niners game as, I mean, the uh, Warriors game, but they're getting throttled anyway, so it doesn't matter. But, yeah, this was good, dude. Thank you for coming on. Thank, nobody else could really make it. So, I mean, this was cool. Yeah, I, it was a lot of fun getting yeah. to talk football, bro. I feel like I feel like you and I could literally sit and just talk football for hours. Yeah, it's so easy. Yeah, it's so freaking awesome. But yeah, um, hopefully the Warriors can come back here, but I highly <laughs> doubt it. But this NBA season is definitely gonna be interesting. The pa- Dude, or not? The what about the the Nets? Blazers? There's been so many weird outcomes, but these teams are still working the on Nets? Huh? Haven't the Nets been rolling? No. Well, they. I pretty. I want to say they lost today, right? Yeah, they lost to the uh, Hawks today. And they, oh, really? Didn't they just lose to the uh, Hornets? Uh, or no? They lost. Oh, they. No. Okay. Wait. What am I? What am I talking about? They destroyed the Hawks, or they played a good game with the Hawks, and they just lost. So yeah, they were rolling. My bad. 
But the yeah, I don't know what I'm talking about. It's whatever. They beat the Hawks and or they beat the Hawks early. Yeah, okay. Makes sense. And they, then they lost. But yeah, any it's any it's any dude, there's honestly it's gonna be really interesting. It's any team's chance for a title. I mean, obviously you got your favorites and stuff, but there's a lot of time for teams to get it together. Yeah, I think the Blazers are a sleeper team. Uh, yeah, I know. I mean, I wouldn't even go as far to say they're a sleeper team. I feel like there's a lot on a lot of people's radars. Yeah, but but they just got to figure it out with the wing pieces. You know what I mean? Yeah. For but, a long time, for yeah. a long time, the Blazers just haven't had a wing player. So yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I agree. They like that third scorer, man. Yeah, but they're but, they're looking really nice. I, I I like the Bla- I mean I'm I, I'm not gonna say I like the Blazers, but I like their team. I think they could go deep in the playoffs. I think the Warriors look good at times, but they just they get some of these teams just have some crazy good runs on them where they they just go on a drought and then um they. Do you think they should have drafted Lamelo instead of uh, Oh hell Wiseman or whatever? Uh, oh my baby, no! I I do Carmelo just told somebody to get the hell out of here with the swap, bro. Um, I think <laughs> I think that. Wiseman was the pick because we have. I think he's going to develop into a good player. I think. I think there just would have been too much craziness if Lamelo was on the court with us. With- Is Draymond getting drafted before the end of the season? Huh? Is Draymond getting drafted before the end of the season? What do you mean, Draymond Green? Do you think he- he's going to or traded? Traded? No, no, no. Yeah, he's playing right now. Yeah, I, I, I think he'll. I think he's staying for sure. Right. Yeah, I don't think he's, they're going to get rid of him, but. Yeah, man. Thank you for doing this. This was fun. This will probably, I honestly, it'll either be up tomorrow or maybe even tonight. So Bro, you could probably even split this up into like two different episodes. Facts probably won't though. It's okay. <laughs> yeah. I, Cause I don't know where we would split it up at. Well, we were talking about week 17. Then we got into like playoffs. So yeah, I don't know. It's fine. We'll just, we'll just call it both. It's chill. But, All right. Yeah. Thank you, dude. Good stuff. Yeah. For All sure. right. Good talking to you, brother. Yeah. I Let know. me know. Yes, I will for sure. All right, we'll do some playoff stuff. Like when, yeah, if you want to do a recap, uh, recap on Sunday night or something like that. Yeah, when we have like a definitive playoffs or something like that. Let me. Yeah, for for yeah, we definitely should do that, and then we should do yeah. Once everything's locked in, we should do our predictions and fill out our brackets or whatever. Yeah. All right. Let's do it. Sounds good. All right. Bye bye. Bye.